0: This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. The very first time that I received a speaker evaluation form that said, I really enjoyed Lisa's sense of humor, I framed it and put it on my desk. I still have it, and that was many years ago. I was so proud of myself because I'm not a naturally funny person, and I had been working very hard to be recognized as a humorous speaker. During my late husband's illness, i had experienced firsthand just how powerful laughter can be. And when I decided to become a professional speaker, I knew I wanted people to laugh. Of course, I didn't want them laughing at me, but I did want them to laugh and learn with me. But before I tell the rest of my story, I want to thank Full Sail University for sponsoring this podcast. Full Sail University is where students acquire the skills needed to best use today's media to share knowledge and information through Full Sail's Modern Media Communications Bachelor's Degree. For more information, visit fullsale.edu forward slash public speaker. That's fullsale.edu forward slash public speaker. I'm sure you know from your own experiences that laughter brings people together. and makes us feel closer. Humor helps us to diffuse difficult situations It reduces stress. I've even read research that says laughter makes our internal organs work better. So of course I wanted to incorporate fun and laughter into my presentations. Again, I'm not a naturally funny person, so over time I've had to learn how to be a humorous speaker. In today's episode, I'll give you some tips and techniques that work for me so that you can add humor too. The first time I was funny on stage, it was an accident. I still very clearly remember I was giving a demonstration of body language, and I was slumping my shoulders and looking depressed, and then I said, I'm very happy to be here today. And everybody laughed, and I was thinking, huh? Why did they laugh? What did I do that was so funny? I thought I was just demonstrating an incongruity between my words and body language. I happened to be delivering the same presentation that very same afternoon, and sure enough, again at the same point in the talk, the audience laughed you have no idea how excited I was that I had accidentally figured out a way to consistently make the audience laugh. Now I know that what I did was exactly what humor is. I put two unlikely things together in a, quote, clever way. In fact, researchers describe humor as a sudden resolution of a cognitive incongruity. Hmm. From then on, I made it a point to study humor. I attended the Humor Project annual conference That's an organization in upstate New York that focuses on the positive power of humor. I started watching more sitcoms. I went to see more funny movies. I even learned to juggle, and I made a habit of going to comedy clubs. In fact, just this past week, I saw Christopher Titus at the Helian Club in Philadelphia. The goals of my humor program were to closely observe humor so I could mimic what I saw. It was really an eye-opening experience and education, and the side benefit was that I was laughing a lot more. So for sure, it's a great idea to create your own humor program. Even if you don't have the goal of becoming a humorous speaker, learning to be more lighthearted will help you be more likable, more promotable, and healthier. One of the first humor techniques that I noticed was that obvious exaggeration was something that people laughed at. So I started adding exaggeration into my talks. The idea is to overstate a defect or a strangeness of someone or something. For example, when I explain how important natural gestures are, I demonstrate with a very large, unnatural, spastic-like gesture, and voila, the audience laughs. Another easy way to incorporate exaggeration is to exaggerate facial expressions. For example, when I'm talking about the importance of smiling, I often say to the audience, you need to focus on a natural smile. You don't want a motivational speaker smile, and then I make the biggest, fakest, over-the-top smile. And sometimes I even add in jazz hands for effect. Okay, in this case, I admit, the audience might just be laughing at me instead of with me. Another easy form of humor that I noticed is the aside. On TV or in a theatrical stage, the actor directly addresses the audience, sometimes while the other characters freeze in place. If you're a fan of the TV show The Office, you've seen this technique. Since I'm a public speaker who often talks about public speaking, I make asides about the delivery of my presentation. In essence, when I make a mistake, I'll step out of the presentation just to make fun of myself. Actually, these aside comments could also be categorized as self-deprecating humor, which is an unprompted negative criticism of oneself. Conan O'Brien and David Letterman are known for this type of humor. Okay, well, now David Letterman is known for something else. Speaking of which, turns out that studies show that self-deprecating humor is the most successful way for a man to seduce a woman. Hmm, mystery solved. Anyway, for me, the best way to incorporate humor is by telling true stories that also incorporate the other techniques that I mentioned. In a previous episode of The Public Speaker, I explained how to tell effective stories. As a very quick reminder, settings, characters dialogue, and descriptive detail are all very important to good storytelling. For humorous stories, you need to be sure that you don't let on that what's coming is funny. The more serious you are before you deliver the punchline, the funnier it will be. You have to act as if you don't even realize it's funny until after the audience laughs. By the way, that advice also applies to the delivery of one-liners. The use of slightly exaggerated gestures, Vocal variety and pauses are critical to funny stories. In fact, a misplaced pause can ruin a story. There's one story that I tell that took me over a year to figure out exactly where I was supposed to pause and for how long I needed to pause. Turns out I wasn't waiting long enough after I delivered the punchline. It takes a couple of seconds for the audience to get it, and they only laugh when I give them enough time. It always seems like an eternity when I'm waiting, but sure enough, they do laugh. My final tip about using humor is to practice, practice, practice. Tell your stories to friends, to coworkers, to people on the street, really anybody that will listen. Go to story slams, open mic nights, Toastmasters. Tell your stories different ways and see what works best. Just because somebody doesn't laugh the first time doesn't mean it's not funny. And even if you do get a laugh, one small change might make it a bigger laugh. Once you figure out the elements that work best, be sure to write it down and then repeat and repeat and practice. So there you have it, some quick and dirty tips to help you add a bit of humor to your presentations. First and perhaps most importantly, you can learn a lot just by regularly listening and watching humor. Next, try some exaggeration. Consider incorporating asides and self-deprecating humor while you're also telling interesting, lighthearted stories. Be sure to use slightly exaggerated gestures, vocal variety, and pauses. And finally, practice. If I can make you smile, then you can do it too. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. This podcast is brought to you by Full Sail University where students examine the new media technologies used within communication of business, politics, entertainment, and recreation. To learn the skills needed to best use today's media to share knowledge and information through Full Sail's Media Communications Bachelor's degree, visit fullsail.edu forward slash public speaker. Once again, that's fullsail.edu forward slash public speaker. I had an intern that was in this program, and because of her education, she was by far the most knowledgeable intern I've ever had. The program they offer really is spectacular. I highly recommend Full sale, And they didn't ask me to say that I'm just offering you my personal endorsement. In fact, if you're currently enrolled in this program and you're looking for an internship, please, please call me. Contact me. Thanks. To get bonus content, I invite you to join my newsletter or visit the Facebook fan page. I'd also like to invite you to join my networks on LinkedIn and Twitter. Links can be found at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.